Hey guys, what's going on? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out part one of our 2019 NFL preview. Today it is me and Matty D talking about the AFC. We sat down, went through every single team. We make our picks. We do over-unders. We talk about the key players, acquisitions, departures, all that good stuff. It was a ton of fun to record. I am so excited that the NFL is back. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast part two, which has our week one picks, the NFC preview. That's coming out Friday morning. You want to make sure you do not miss that episode. Subscribe. The bullpen card is what you search. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcoin, wherever you get your podcasts, smash that subscribe button. Leave us a nice little five-star review and we will give you a shout out. Tweet at us, ThunderBLG. Find us on Instagram and Facebook, Thunderblog Sports, just like the website. Leave a comment on the blog. Let us know what you think of the episode. But here we go, guys. The NFL is back. Here is our AFC preview. Here we go. Welcome to this NFL preview episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com. I, of course, am Jordy Cannell, the G-Man, and hosting me from this lovely office, <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend himself, Matty D. Matt Stefano, how are you? We are under 24 hours yes. till kickoff. Well, depending on commercials and such, but... You know, whatever they do in the beginning. But we are technically under 24 hours. I think it's 8.35. 8.35, we're right. we recording this at 8.45 right. on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. You're probably listening to this morning of. You may be listening to it on Friday, so you know if the Bears or Packers did well. You can mm-hmm. know if uh, if one of us has that as one of our picks. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yep. How that game went. Or you're listening to Wednesday and trying to uh, scramble to get some bets in. But football is fully back. College football. Week one last week. Correct. Which, normally, if you're... A returning listener, you know we do first halves college, second halves NFL. Because the NFL started tomorrow, we haven't done our preview yet. We are doing that tonight. Yep. So we're going to do a quick two-minute recap, week one, what Co- we liked, what we didn't co- like. Week one college isn't big enough to no. really warrant a, a full episode anyway. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. teams beat a, two, two teams won, scored 79 points in a football game. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, you know. So. But there were, I mean, there were a couple good games. Absolutely. The Auburn-Oregon game, that was for instance. Awesome. Awesome game. game. Talk about, I mean, it's both a bad beat gambling-wise. Good good beat for me because I won that bet. Right. But um, not a big deal. But Auburn and Bo Nix look pretty good. I mean, they, they were very shaky to start the game. And I they texted were? you, is Oregon, is Oregon this good? And they looked like they they looked like they were. They were they were also a little shaky. They had that bad third down play. Right. Right as I was texting you that. And then they, they still ended up getting the ball back and going up 14-0. But yeah, blowing that lead is tough. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, a couple of things. You know, you, Bo Nix, you kind of expected as a true freshman against an underrated, you know, Oregon defense to struggle a little bit early. Yeah. Um, and I actually thought that for most of the game, the Oregon offense with the great offensive line held the excellent defensive line head, headlined by uh, Derek mm-hmm. Brown to, in check. But it was just one of those. Things that, you know, you got a little magic out of Knicks, and you got to appreciate that. I think Auburn's feeling pretty high right now. But again, yeah. I'm not dissing Oregon when I say this. There's a long way to go. Yeah, so I would you, say so. You get high early on, things are going to change. Yeah. So just keep keep everything in perspective. 
um, if you're Auburn. But it's a great win. It's mm-hmm. the only ranked matchup of the weekend. Yeah. And we got we got a barn burner, which is always exciting. Yeah, exactly. And before we jump into any of the other high notes, yeah. the one question I have, does this kind of, or will this screw up the Pac-12 and any odds they have? Because Oregon would be a one-loss team, and if they go out and beat someone like a Utah, like a Stanford, yeah. like a Washington, does it kind of screw the Pac-12 by them having this last-second loss to an SEC team? It hurts. Yeah. I don't think it knocks Oregon out of contention. We've seen a lot of one-loss teams who lose early in the season have a mm-hmm. much better chance to get into the pl- to get into the, the college football playoff as opposed to losing late. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pac-12 is still in a good. I think they're in a good spot because Washington looked awesome. Um, we we talked about Washington. People maybe were forgetting about them because they lost so many players, if you will. But we yep. talked about how good of a program that is. So I don't think it kills them. No, because um, I, I think, like I said, Washington is they're ranked 14th. They're only going to go up higher as people sure. see that team with Jacob Eason as quarterback. So. I certainly don't think it kills them, and the Ducks only dropped to 16th. Yeah, so they plummeted. You know, I mean, they did, they did, but but comparatively, they're not out of the rankings. So yeah, yeah. I, I know I don't think it kills them, but it does it hurt a little bit? Maybe. Yeah, and it hurts the perception of the Pac-12 more than the actual. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what's getting after. It hurts a little bit, but Auburn's a good pro. This is Auburn's a top 15 program of the last yeah. 10, maybe top 10 program of the last 10 years. So. I don't think it's the worst loss that I, I've ever seen. Oh, and sure. I also disrespected Utah a little bit in there. They had a great win. Um, they did. The, the Holy War against BYU. So, yes. Pac-12 still okay, but we already talked about how they're going to have a rough road anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. other highlights. Uh, you, everybody saw the Hugh Freeze in the hospital bed against Syracuse, right. Liberty coach. <laughs> um, you had Tennessee losing to Georgia State, who they paid, what, more? It was more than the Georgia Yeah, and it was more than what Georgia State's court. Uh, Head coach makes, makes in a year. year. Yep. Um, That's embarrassing. Clemson looked unreal. Right. Travis Etienne looks unreal. He looks that unreal. Guy he's, an, he's an absolute free trade. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they looked unreal. Um, Ohio State looked unreal. Yeah. Um, you know, Alabama actually struggled a little bit early, but they kind of turned it on late. Georgia th- really thumped Vanderbilt. I mean, Vandy's a better team than the other cupcakes that were yeah. played, but they thumped. I mean, the top the top five six teams They're really all good. hammered LSU away. Great. LSU looked, 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 looked awesome. Really Jalen Hurts looked like a Heisman Trophy winner. Yep. So there's that. Actually, I got to be honest with you, the, probably the team that struggled the most in college was early was probably Michigan. Yeah, they didn't have the the, the strongest start. They, they ended up crushing their opponent anyway. But that's something they got to work on. Although I got to tell you, I don't always hate when a team has a tough first game against a lesser opponent. It doesn't allow them to balloon their egos. You know, hey, we got to go work on some stuff. It's time to get it's time to get in practice and facility. You know Jim Harbaugh is doing it. He's doing it now. So maybe oh, yeah. it was his his deal all along. You never oh, know. Yeah. All right, well, that's five minutes, yep. five good minutes on uh, the week one of college football. We're talking a little week two when we get to our picks, Correct. which we will go into once we get there. But the NFL is here, man. Yes, it we is. Are, as you mentioned at the top, we are less than 24 hours away from Bears-Packers to kick off the 100th NFL season. Yep. And we're going to start in the AFC to preview. But I, this season... It already has that magic feeling around it. I don't know if it's just we just had our fantasy draft, so I'm feeling all completely immersed in football. I don't know if it's that I've paid a lot of fantasy entry fees today, so I'm already fully invested financially. (laughs) But Matt, do you want to start east or west for the AFC? Well, I think we're going to start off with probably the easiest one, and that's the AFC East. Yep. It's a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll rattle the teams off in alphabetical order. You get the Buffalo Bills. You've got the hang on, New York Jets, Miami Dolphins, 
Oh, New England Patriots. I screwed that up. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Those are the four teams in the division. Alphabet's hard. Gordy, can we just go ahead and say right now we already know? Oh, yeah. Is it is it the biggest lock of the season? Like, of any other division, I, th- I think it, without a doubt, is the most locked in, locked in division. Easily. Win it, right? Okay. Easily. Yeah. You have the Dolphins who are actively trying to lose. Correct. They just traded away a billion dudes. Right. Last weekend. Right. There's, there's 25-year-old left tackle. Uh, one of their probably starting wide receivers. And yeah. they've... Although, again, if you're tanking, why? I guess you're playing Ryan Fitzpatrick because you think you're going to lose more than Josh Rosen. I'm still a little confused on that one. but Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like that it might be a mentor type of situation. Yeah, well, everyone's saying they're tanking for Tua. Yeah. Or they're long-term tanking for Trevor Lawrence. They're tanking for Trevor. But you have Josh Rosen on the roster. So why don't you find out? He's a first-round pick last exactly. year. Yeah. Like, and he hasn't played in a And good why team. would you pay the second-round pick in the draft... Before you decided to make all these different moves, right, to go trade him out, yeah, that's so, what that's what confuses me. Yeah, play Rosen, but we digress to an extent. It's yeah. just the team doesn't have a lot going on, but they're they're really they're doing a full Browns teardown. I mean, they're getting rid of everything. Yep. I don't know if I agree with getting rid of a twenty five year old left tackle. Yeah, that's a weird. I know weird it's two trade. first rounders. I get that, but I mean, he's a guy that's going to buy your team for ten more years. You should be rebuilt within ten years. But again, you know, I digress. They're at the bottom. Yeah, easily. Yeah, uh, Bills probably second, second to the bottom. Yeah, it's closer than I think people think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, they've got to see some growth from Josh Allen. They've added some players. You know, Josh you Allen's think, not bad though. He had no, a good second half of last no. year. You think of Cole Beasley coming up there. Now they move on from LaShawn McCoy, but they love their rookie Devin Singletary. They got Frank Gore up there. Um, their offensive line's a little better than I think people give it credit for. And their defense, I think, is underrated. I think Ed Oliver's looks like he's going to be really, really good. They've got some great Tredavis White, the corner out there. But can Josh Allen put it? Can he throw an accurate pass? He can go over the top and he can run around with his legs, but the best quarterbacks in this game make accurate throws within 0 to 10 yards. I think Cole Beasley's going to help out a lot. I, I do. Yeah. But you got to put it on the spot for Cole. That's sure. my concern. You think of the great slot Apparently receivers. they've really gotten gotten along well. And that's important. Camp. And that's yeah. important. Right. No, I'm with you there. I mean, I get that. And they bring in um, um, John Brown, who's kind of had a couple good years in Arizona, Arizona and bounced around a little bit. But the team, I, I like the Bills. I don't like them this year. Yeah, they, they, I agree. They still need a true number one. Zay Jones isn't a true number one. Right? They don't have any, Their tight ends are eh. No. So, yeah. But I like them. I think they're going to be a tough route than people give them credit for. Yeah, I would think so. You mentioned their defense. I think that's probably the biggest thing, especially comparatively to the top of the division. Yeah. But I think they'll probably gain a lot of confidence in playing a Miami Dolphins team that really isn't showing a lot. Right. Um, they play the NFC East, which you know, that could help too with what the Giants might have and definitely what the Redskins are throwing out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think you can build some confidence there. It, it'll be tough. I mean, you mentioned it not a ton outside of Cole Beasley and John Brown, Zay Jones. Yeah. Even their, the, the rest of their wide receiver court, Robert Foster, Andre Roberts. But yeah, their, their defense is probably the big thing to watch. In terms of names, big names out there, just see how it goes. I forgot Shaq Lawson was on their team. Um, they only had one player, by the way, the top 100 yeah. of uh, NFL rank, and that was uh, Tredavis White, the corner, who's a, yeah, yeah. a, a very good player. Sol- solid cornerback. Right. Uh, I mean, they have Steven Hoshka, good kicker. So they show, they'll put up points, I think. I mean, Josh Allen, like you mentioned, he can get it done on his legs, which isn't going to win you a ton of games, but I think... I don't know if they're over under in front of me, which yeah. which um, we could probably pull up at some point. Seven. 
Seven. Yep. Ooh, I'd take the under there. I like them at like six and ten. I like six and ten a lot. Yeah. I, I actually think probably five. And, well, yeah. if the next team we're going to talk about improves, five and eleven is probably more likely. Yeah. Um, they don't necessarily have like the easiest. Well, they have an easier schedule. I think. No, they have a pretty easy schedule. Then it gets tougher in the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. You you mentioned the next team. Let's talk about the Jets. Um, lot of lot of chatter. Yeah, a lot of people are pretty excited. Obviously, they got Le'Veon Bell in the offseason. They picked up a few wide receivers to add on. They have uh, Josh Doxson yep. from the from the Redskins. He never he never really figured it out because they had guys like Jamison Crowder. Um, or no, excuse me, it's Crowder that moved over. Doxson's a free yeah. agent, and he's is he uh, going to Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, yeah. Two guys though that kind of Doxson was the big name came from TCU, uh, so he may be able to help out. But he never really figured it out in the NFL. Crowder's a guy. He was a dub, he was a wide receiver three for the for those Redskins teams for three or four years now. Mm-hmm. And I think just never really got it going. Uh, red alert on Manny D's computer. But we're all good there. Good. But, yeah, I mean, it might help. I know Robbie Anderson is a big name. He's been out there for a couple of years. It's He and Sam Darnold seem to be clicking, or they have been. Their offensive line concerns me a little bit, but I think they got, they, they got a little better. Um, defense, though, we'll have to see what goes on. I know they added Adam Gase as their... Yeah. Head coach, that should help offensively. Yeah, their defense though is, is going to be concerning. Well, I so you got first of all you got Leonard Williams up front. Sure, You've got some guys in the defensive line. You bring in Quinn Williams. You got mm. some young defensive talent there. You've got C.J. Mosley in the middle. They've got some, I would say, not underrated but underappreciated okay. uh, rushers. And they also got Jamal Adams. Yeah, we know he can play. Tremaine Johnson is their number one corner who comes over from the Rams two years. It's the second year of the team. He. Had a great couple years with the Rams. He struggled a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. If he can figure it out, um, I think the defense, both the Bills and the Jets' defense, are not pushover defenses anymore. Yeah. I think they're okay. Granted, you're going to probably lose twice to the Patriots, but my, Sam Darnold has to take a step forward. And other than adding Le'Veon Bell, I Jamison Crowder, Jamison Crowder is healthy. He's as good as he gets in the slot. Yeah. The problem is he can't stay healthy. Quincy, uh, Quincy Anunua has been great for them when his neck's right. But he's next, not right. Roddy, uh, Robbie Anderson has, is a great deep threat, but he hasn't been healthy. Yep. So his weapons, to me, are my biggest concern. Not that Le'Veon's not going to get 70-plus catches, but if teams can key in on them because everyone else keeps coming in out of the roster, that, to yeah. me, concerns me more than the defense for the Jets. And you can't win in the NFL without receivers staying on the field. Most teams can't overcome. Because all, yeah, all three of those guys will probably lose. Lo- lose. Miss, they're going to lose games. But the, the, well, the Jets will probably, all three of the receivers will probably lose four four weeks of the season to injury. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah that's and what I mean. that's what makes it so hard. That's what I meant by lose games. Yeah. Lose, lose playing time yeah. because of injury. But but uh, just like the Bills, I think they're both one number one receiver away from being a pretty good team. They also don't get a lot of help from their tight ends, which certainly doesn't help the fact either. So yeah. that's one of the things you got to think about. Yeah, yeah, and, and you mentioned it. I... I have a lot of question marks on both Josh Allen and Sam Darnold, and I think that's the only reason why I don't think this division becomes a lot tighter. Because I mean, you have to you give it to the Patriots until it's not theirs. Right. And Tom Brady's still still there. He's still hanging out. Um, what concerns me with both the not with the Patriots, we're going to get to them in a minute, but with both the Bills and the Jets are those question marks. Their defenses, you're right, aren't pushovers. Right. But we need to see a lot out of it. I think we need to see a lot of their offensive lines mm-hmm. too. Because the Patriots' defense still is pretty solid and is certainly the class of the division, and we might as well jump into them there. Yeah, they have a full stable of running backs. 
in classic Belichick fashion. You don't know who he's going to go to except for the fact that James White's probably going to get like seven catches a game. Right. They're deep. They're deep. Sony There's a Michelle, lot of depth on this James team. James White, Rex Burkhead, third-round pick Damian Williams. Mm-hmm. They're loaded there. Um, their offensive line took a big hit. David Andrews is going to go on the IR with a uh, with blood clot issues. Now, oh. he has been the center there. He's an integral part of that deep offensive line, and I, I, I'm a little concerned with that. I mean, you know Brady's going to overcome it. Mm-hmm. The wide receiver core only got better somehow, right? You add Jacoby Myers who they all like. Now, yeah. Camille Harris in the IR to start the season. Um, so that that's a little bit, you know, not concerning because Edelman's there and Josh Gordon's back. So y- you think they're, they're going to have a tough time without Gronk, but they've now added a number of guys who look really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but I think defensively, they might be, this might be one of the best defenses in Bel- that Belichick Yeah, I think so too. In a while. Yeah. Um, Stephon Gilmore's a shutdown corner. They've got um, J.C. Jackson. Uh, they got a couple other guys that they like who are young corners. They've got still got Jason McCourty back there. Um, they bring Dante Hightower back. They've got um, Chase Winovich is the four Michigan guy, fourth round pick I think for them who exploded in the preseason. See the guy that Brady went and cut his hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was I, this defense yeah. is is Jamie Collins comes back and is now is going to play a really big role for this team, which I think yeah. is important. Um, when you know he left, and you know with the trade for the to the to the Browns, this defense might be. I ought to tell you right now, it could be a top five defense in the NFL. I'm just gonna I'm throw it out there. They're yeah, they're gonna be solid. They've yeah. got a number they of added players. Michael Bennett. Right, right. They've they've got a lot of guys there who know what they're supposed to do, and they have a lot of scheme fit guys that I like. Kyle Van Noy's been really good for them for years, and he's back. So I am more excited on this defense than I am. I think a lot of than I think a lot of people are. That's I, fair. Um, I would tell you that the Bills and the, 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 the Jets, to me... So the Dolphins are probably a three-win team, I think, at best. Yeah. I think the Jets might get to 8-8. Eight and eight. I think that's my that's ceiling fair. for them. I think the Patriots could easily go 12-4. and four, That's what I said. They, they definitely win 10 games. Yeah. They have to play the NFC East. We yep. mentioned AFC and NFC East play each other. Uh, they put the Steelers week one. They're playing the, NFC, the AFC North is what they're locked into. Okay. So they host the Browns, which is actually intriguing. Yeah, it's fun. With that team, I'm surprised that's not a Sunday night game, but it's the it's the CBS game of the week okay. at the end of October. Um, Makes sense. They have to go. To, they go to Baltimore. Interesting. Okay. They have to go to Houston to kick off December, which is a very intriguing An game. Underratedly fun game. People won't think of that when they're thinking of because Houston doesn't get all the credit it deserves mm-hmm. for how it, regular season how good it's been. Right. They host Kansas City the week after that, so back to back. That's going to probably make the difference for me between. I would say ten and six and eleven and five. I okay. can see 12, 12 and four because of the division. Yep. And probably, I feel like I'm going back and forth because I'm down on the on the two middle teams. So twelve and four is probably in the cards, especially where they play a they play the Giants and the Redskins in back to back weeks in the middle of October. But I don't know. There, there's something to be said of that they end up losing some random division game and everybody panics. Right. They play the Dolphins week two. I don't think it's going to be that game. Which no, is, it has traditionally no, I, been the at Miami game. They could lose but it to could the be Bills like, up they in lose Buffalo. To the, or... They lose to the Jets on Monday Night yeah. Football, and everybody's like, what the hell's going on? Oh, the world's fucked. Yeah, exactly. Well, they'll probably most Steelers likely. Steelers looking to prove I was something. Say, they'll probably lose to the Steelers week one. They you yeah. lose every year week one. And Everybody people are freaks like, out. oh, it's, the team's falling apart, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably still going to be at least 3-1, and 4-1, and 5-1 after. By, by the time they get through playing... The Jets and the Redskins at six games in, they'll probably be five and one. If they're right. four and two, 
not a huge deal because they're going to win the division. All they have to do is just get into the playoffs. Right. And Tom Brady turns it on. Belichick figures it out and does his voodoo magic. I mean, it's pretty. It's nice that your final three games of the season are the are the Bengals, the Bills, and the Dolphins, and two of those games are at home, where you're basically just tuning up. You're getting the defense finally tuned to make sure they're running the right schemes before the playoffs, and hopefully trying to lock in a bye. Yeah, no, with you. Move on. You want to go to the? You want to go to the AFC North? Yes. Yeah. That's a great division to go to. Yeah. All right. Bottom team. Bottom team. It's the Bengals. It's the Bengals. Yeah, it's the Bengals. Yes. It's easy. Which is a weird because when you look at that roster, you'll start picking up on a lot of guys. Like, wait a second, that guy's. That guy's not bad, is he? Like you think of their defense. Geno Atkins is there. Well, that yep. guy's not bad. I mean, he got their a defense isn't going to be the problem. It's health on offense is my big yeah, concern. Yeah, well, they, but they also lost a lot of guys on defense. But they, they, this is a team that has a lot of names on it because they, sure. they were so good. It was a five-year period where they were making. They were. The, they were. They got a buy mm-hmm. number of years. Um, you're right. Andy Dalton's probably got, this is probably his last year there. Maybe maybe one more after this. Do they trade him or uh, is, he, is he on his last year? He's getting close to the end of his contract. Yeah. He's had a big deal and it's coming. It's coming due. You know, everyone likes Joe Mixon. We t- we just had a conversation about Giovanni Bernard. He, mm-hmm. he took late, and I like that. Um, you know, AJ Green who can't stay healthy. Tyler Board, John Ross. They've got you know, well, poor Tyler Eifert who can't stay healthy. Their offensive line does not look that good, and that's yeah. another huge concern for me too. Um, just seems like a team that's kind of stuck, stuck in. They're treading water a lot, and they, they kind of need to blow it up, in my opinion, um, and restart it. And I'm not just blaming Andy Dalton. Like Andy Dalton's probably going to go somewhere else and have some success. He's a good player. He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. Yeah. He's not a great. You know, he's at. He reminds me a little bit of a poor man's Alex Smith. Maybe just an Alex Smith. Like Alex Smith does a lot of good things, and you don't hate having Alex Smith as your quarterback. But quite frankly, that's fair. He's never been able to win it, and neither has Andy Dalton. Yeah, and that's always been the knock on him. But they're definitely. I was going to think. Of, I was going to think of former Bengal Carson Palmer. Yeah, that would yeah. be a great example. Right, yeah. right, right. And now Carson then left, and eventually and he, he had success. He had the, that really ended good up with Cardinals the Cardinals, team like right? Five or six years ago, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think five wins would be my spot for them. They I, might find six, but I think it's five. I'm gonna look at their over under. I could see as I do that. I could see them. I could see Dalton going to like the like Carson Palmer go to the Ra- Raiders, right? Take that spot from Derek yeah. Carr. Although yeah. they gave Derek Carr a lot of money a couple years ago. Uh, Bengals over under is six. Um, the public really likes the under minus one seventy okay. to take that plus one forty to take the over. Um, I agree with you. I'd probably push that. Take it at six. I like six. I mean, yeah. you, you, be, they have enough talent. Again, this division's good enough. It's There's always a shock win here or there in that right. division. Right, Where somebody drops a game. It's been the... It's been the... the When the Ravens are supposed to be good, they lose to the Steelers. The Steelers are running away with the division. They lose to the Ravens. The Bengals always find a way to want, win one of these games. Although, I, I don't think they won a game in the division last year. Um... I am just saying that out of my ass. So I could be wrong. So Cincinnati people don't get after me. Uh, but number three, I'm I've got the Ravens. Me too. Yeah, I I infamously said in complete shock that I thought the Steelers were nose diving this year, but I don't I don't think so. I think there's a lot a lot more question marks that could, if they all click, really work out for the Ravens. But I'm concerned. Lamar Jackson. Apparently, he's going to pass the ball a lot more. They added Mark Ingram, who we talked about a lot. We just did our fantasy draft, as you mentioned, and what he has. They actually have a nice stable of running backs. Um, Their defense is going to be... 
That's one of my biggest concerns. For yeah, them. they lost a lot. It's going to be interesting. And I've got look. They bring in the, they bring in one of the bigger defensive names when when they go ahead and they and they mm-hmm. replace with Earl Thomas, Eric Weddle, and I. That's an upgrade. But you lose Terrell Suggs and C.J. Mosley, and your best pass rusher is Matthew Judon, who's a good pass rusher, by the way. But I have some concerns there. They've got a lot of guys who are maybes. Yep. I think that defense is way worse than people are expecting. I'm not sold. That, you know, yeah, nothing. Nobody's sticking out to me agents, as a you know, huge. Jimmy Smith is an aging corner who I've liked a lot, but I mean, who, who, what have they replaced? And can you win in the NFL with an offense that's predicated on a running quarterback and smack? Like so you're gonna have Lamar Jackson, you're gonna have Mark Ingram, you're gonna have Justice Hill, Gus Edwards. They're gonna try to run heavy. They've brought in a couple receivers like like Sneed. Yeah, they really Sneed Marquise Brown. Really, he's a fine receiver. He's a number two to me. Marquise Brown's a rookie who's got an injury. Miles Boykin. And they like Miles might, Boykin. Yeah, they like might them a lot. But again, a lot of those guys are deep threats. I think they're trying to create an offense that's predicated on play action, yep. uh, rollouts, and design quarterback runs. And Lamar Jackson has plenty of talent, but he's got to show me he can hold up for a 63 list. Is there two on their depth chart? Yes, Not Tracy Sorley? No, he's two. Oh. No, RG3 is definitely there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. McSorley um, looked good. That one he did. He did. But it's, so I tried to inception you drafting yeah. McSorley in our dynasty league. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sold on the Ravens. I'm really low on them. Their no, over under well. is eight, and I actually like them. Under. I, yeah, I like that under a lot. Yep, I like um, seven and nine to me seems really right for this team. Um, I'm not saying they're going to lose their faith in Lamar Jackson. I just no, I don't think so either. I think yeah. they're invested in him. Uh, it helps that they that they get to play Miami. It does, but they got to find some different. Week just, two hosting Arizona is going to be a very intriguing yeah. game. Don't know where you're going to find. See where Kyler Murray goes on the road. How he does against. It'll be fascinating against right. that team. Yeah, right. East Coast game for him. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. They have to play play the entire NFC West here. That's a that's a rough cross uh, cross conference division after play when you're when you want you're trying to figure out what your quarterback's doing. Especially some of the defenses they're throwing out there, uh, right. not, not not the greatest. Who do you have number two in this division? I have the Cleveland Browns at two. You have the Browns at two. All right, I'm locked in on that. To be honest, yeah, there's a lot of hype, obviously, yeah. surrounding yeah. the Cleveland Browns. I um, there's a lot of personality. We've talked about it. As much as I see the upside in Baker Mayfield, I struggle with some of the stuff he said this off season. Didn't like the way he handled Duke Johnson. I know he was taken slightly out of context about the comments he made about Daniel Jones, but again, he is talking like he's a quarterback that went that went to the Super Bowl or won the Super Bowl. He hasn't done either. He was six and ten last year. And I know, yep. I know Hugh Jackson left and things changed, but I struggle with people that look that that are just already sold on him. Odell Beckham is as good of his receivers you can find in the NFL. But oh, yeah. my one problem with Odell is forget the off the field stuff. Can he stay healthy? Sure, that's been an issue for him. They got all the talent in the world offensively. You, I love Nick Chubb, and he's a great running back. I actually think losing Duke Johnson hurts him a little bit because Kareem Hunt's not back till week ten. He just had hernia surgery, he's suspended. So I think their backfield's a little more shaky than people are giving sure. credit for. I think the strength of this team is not offense, though. I think it's their defense, defense was last year. Yes, it's the reason why they tied the Steelers Week One, shot right. the world. Their defense is, is returning a lot of a lot of great players. Miles Garrett, yep, he has to stay healthy. But Add, Sheldon, yeah, go ahead. Sheldon Richardson, yep, adding, yep, yep. Olivia uh, Vernon, Ward, who 
unreal rookie season right. last year. Oh, and by the way, Greedy he, Williams is going to start across from the uh, uh, a disrespected corner at LSU. Six yep. three, didn't like draft to like the second round. I think he's going to be great. Um, and they have Terrence Mitchell still. Right. They could run a they could run a nickel right. or dime defense. Verdon comes over from the Giants. That's yep. a huge pickup for them. They got they got bookend pass rushers. Um, Christian, uh, who's the linebacker? Olivier. Christian Kirksby, maybe. I mean, this this yeah. defense has some players on it. Yeah, this is that's the part of the Browns that I think comes together, and I think as they as their offense starts to click more and more, because we need to see what how the Odell factor works in, because you're going to see that, and you had Jarvis Landry there last year, right? So you're going to see how that works over the middle, and how they figure out how to maneuver through this. And with you know, how Chubb figures it out without Duke Johnson, especially before Kareem Hunt comes back. But I think this defense is going to keep them in. I like unders for a lot of their games to start off the season. I get that. Because, and I could be dead wrong on this, but I just think their offense is going to have a slower start than I think a lot of people are hoping for. Okay. But their defense is A-plus to me. Yeah. I, over-unders 9, I actually like it on that. Yeah. I just feel like yeah, there's okay. going to be some inconsistent play from Baker. There's going to be a couple hiccups. Also, Freddie Kitchens, I'm nothing against the guy, but he has zero head coaching experience. And you are now putting him in a room full of as much personality. They lose two games to start the year or something like that. They're, they go, they start the year two and four, one and three. This place could go down in a heap. So... They kick off the season against the Titans, who I don't like anything about the Titans this year. No, I think they're at home. Yeah. Then they play the Jets on Monday Night Football in Week okay. Two. That's gonna. That's probably gonna be the big, the big sh- either coming out party, or it's gonna tell a lot. Right. Then they play the Rams. You expect them to lose that. It's a tough one. And then at Baltimore, at San Francisco versus Seattle in okay. their next three games. They could be two and four. They could easily be two and four. They could be three and three. They'd be four. They'd be four and two. They could be four and two. I definitely could see any of those. I, I, I think I like three and three there. Yeah. Weirdly enough, they play the Steelers. They don't play the Steelers until the second half of the season. Okay. But they play them twice in three weeks, which I think is which. Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Which either again, depending on where we're at, by the time mid-November rolls around, it's Thursday night game is the first one, and then you roll back around a, a Sunday, so ten day, uh, no, uh, seventeen days later. Um, but still, if their offense is rolling, great. It might be awesome. It might be a good way to see how it does. Mm-hmm. And the, the Thursday night game is at home, so that bodes favor towards them. Right. End of the season, they at least get Arizona, Baltimore, Cincinnati. That helps, and Cincinnati twice in December. So that at least helps them there. I, I agree with you, though. I like seven and nine. I like to push that. I think it comes down to those two Steelers games because I I don't know where the Steelers are going to finish up. Because I have some question marks, but I think, and they're over under nine and a half. I think there might be, a, they might tie at, seven, at nine and seven. Yeah, the Steelers and the Browns, and the Steelers win, win both games, win one game, or you know go one and one, and right. have the better division record, something like that. Because the Browns have all the volatility, and I think you're returning Big Ben, who I think all he does is just throw on throw on the cleats. Goes out and throws it. He doesn't give. He does not care what what who the fucks out there. It's Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell. Right. Both of them are gone. So Juju, James Washington. You got fucking James Conner still back in the backfield. Mm-hmm. You have Jalen Samuels there. You have a lot of guys that I think are just going to go out and Big Ben's going to help them out. 
Health is certainly a concern, especially for Big Ben. He's getting older. Still a very good offensive line there. Still a very good offensive line, so that helps out a lot, and I think that's their big thing. Their defense took a couple hits, though, so that's my big concern. Well, their defense got younger. Mm -hmm. You draft a guy like Devin Bush. You expect him to be a stud. Terrell Edmonds, their safety, I like a lot. Should have lies rookie year. You've got T.J. Watt. You've got a veteran defensive line, and you've got not not Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden can play. I think similar to the Browns, people are overlooking the Steelers' defense as opposed to. Well, everyone's well, expecting offense, right. Everyone's yeah. expecting the offenses to be the keys for this division. I think both defenses are going to have very good years, and I think that's going to dictate a lot. And the Steelers have been desperately attempting to rebuild their defense because this, this still occurred. I mean, this, this is what they did, and they went from this defensive-heavy team. Bill Cower had some so good defenses there. They kind of lost their way, and it was all focused on the the, the killer bees. Um, now everyone takes a step back because all of a sudden, what is that offense going to look like? To your point, Le'Veon Bell loss is different to me. He didn't have him last year. And they exactly. But Antonio Brown's a huge loss for all his antics. So suddenly, now defenses can key on Juju Smith-Schuster. They're more comfortable bringing somebody up to the line of scrimmage to help with James Conner. They have to prove to me they can do it without those guys, just like you said. I think that's yeah. really important. Yeah. Um, their overrunners nine and seven. I'm actually close to taking them at nine and seven. Nine and a half is what I. Nine and a half. Have. Yeah. yeah. I like them at nine and seven, and they. Have I the like them at nine the and seven, and they beat the Browns tiebreaker. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of those divisions that's kind of mucked up. Yeah. Could they win ten games? Absolutely. I think so. I think yeah, the Browns could I, do the same thing, but I think they're, and I think the Steelers are more likely to win ten games. But I like them at that nine. Yeah, and exactly. Seven they're less now. volatile. Right. But their defense, for me, is a few more question marks. Because they got younger, they lost... Bring in some... You know, they, they're rolling more of a... They're rolling the dice a little bit there. Their offense, I think, is a little more put together. Mm-hmm. But the if the Browns... The Browns explode the way that the hype train, the fantasy hype train is surrounding it, then we could see a very different landscape of this. But I think the Steelers... I don't know. I think they probably get back into the playoffs. But we'll get, we'll get to that when we get to the end, end of the AFC. Because we don't, I don't need to give it a reason now. Right. But I think nine and seven is probably a number there. Yeah. Um, Want to go south or west? Let's go down south. All right. I think it's an intriguing division. It is. All four teams have recently made runs to the playoffs. All four. Yep. Do you think now? And everything's changed. I mean, everything, everything changed. has changed when Andrew Luck yeah, retired. Right. Which we didn't really talk about last week. No. Give me your 30,000 foot review, expert opinion, thought, whatever you want to call it on there. I would say two things. One, I understand his decision. I respect it. I love Andrew Luck. I loved him at Stanford. I loved him in the NFL. I thought he was disrespected when he was out for a couple years. He showed people what he could do last year. Yep. Um, I wish he could get his body right. Yep. I also want to say that everyone, all the media jumped on the fans for booing when he retired. In the middle of a preseason game. Yeah. I, I don't, I think a lot of those fans would take their boos back. Absolutely. But I also think they did it in the heat of the moment. Like, I, I, I understand. Well, but again, this is yeah. the guy that you love. He's 20, what, 29? No. Yeah, he's not 30. Not, right, he's young. Yeah. Signed for years more, and you're expecting to win, you're expecting to compete and possibly win a Super Bowl this year with the talent you have on that roster. Yep. I get it, yeah, but now you're hearing that this that the front office may have known this for weeks, if not months, and they were trying to prep for it. 
They just wanted to hide it. They were trying to get him to reconsider, and he wouldn't do it, and that's fine. I respect him. He's going to go down as one of the biggest what-ifs in football ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. I mean, he's up there with Barry Sanders. He's up there with Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, in my opinion, in terms of guys who left the game early, who could have broken a ton of records or, or been the best to do it. Like, I think both those guys, um, it's it's fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Do you think they're now the bottom of the division? I don't. You have the Titans below them, I would assume. I do. I have okay. the Titans below them. I do not like anything they bring on offense. I don't know why you'd go out and get Ryan Tannehill. I don't know what he brings, comparatively to Marcus Mariota. I don't like the running backs. Really don't like their... Actually, I like Corey Davis, but I don't really like the rest of their wide receiving okay. core. And I think comparatively to what the rest of the division brings offensively, I don't really like their defense. Okay. I know the I know their coach came from the Belichick system, defensive guy. Mm-hmm. But I just... I Even with Jacoby Brissett now as the, as the Colts quarterback, I... Just don't know if I think they can, if they can keep pace, and if their, if their running game ends up being game changing, great. But I still don't even think that they're going to be out of the bottom of this division. Gotcha. Well, I can tell you that they're they're over under seven and a half. Yep. I think the one thing that people are forgetting too is Taylor Lewan, their their excellent Pro Bowl left tackle. Yep. Is suspended for the first four or six games of the year. I think their defense is good because of Rabel. I, I think there's some. I think there's some heat there. I think there's some passion. There's some players, um, but I don't think they're a, a, a pizzazz defense. You know, they no, don't, they don't that's have a really yeah. good way to put it. They've got some guys though. I mean, they've got some. They got their their, their defensive backfield's pretty good. Um, offensively, I'm with you. I think they're. What are they going to be? Derrick Henry had a great end of the year. He really had two games. Other than that, he was held in check. Deion Lewis was the starter there most most of the year last year, so that's one thing to think on. I do like their like you think of Corey Davis, AJ Brown, Adam Humphreys at, at slot. I don't hate those guys. I think there's some potential growth there. Um, Delaney Walker's underrated, but again, with with the issues at quarterback, with the overrated running backs, as you mentioned, the Taylor Lewan being out, I'd definitely like under, but I like them to be closer in a few games. I think there's just a scrappiness to that defense a little okay. bit that I like, but I have them less than the Colts. I do. I do. I like them at five wins, but scaring a couple teams. Like everyone, you're like, wow, the Titans are like they only lost to the, you know, the the Patriots are making up teams like the Chiefs by three points. You're like, oh well, that's yeah, it's weird. Like, you know, they had a scrappy game, they fought. Yeah. So I think Vrabel brings that, but I think this team's close to a full rebuild. Whether it's and I think maybe a change of quarterback is coming sooner than later. I loved Marcus Mariota, but he hasn't shown anything that I, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know why you have this weird two quarterback system. Yeah, it's gonna look. Mario's gonna start, in my opinion. Yeah. He's gonna start until he gets hurt, or or he plays horribly. But is that the only reason why they bring him in though is Tannehill. Tannehill just is a case. huge insurance policy. He's, he yeah. might be the best backup in the league. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and not I, I, Tannehill had and Tannehill also had some good seasons with the Dolphins. Then he kind of fell apart. So yeah, it's always so, funny. It's always funny. He's gonna do, get it together. Yeah, do you have the Colts next? I'm so close here. Yeah, I am too. I do. Um, I they're yeah they're yeah, over under seven now. by the way. I do now. Uh, I, Jags, yeah. Jags too. I didn't. I Colts were my division winners. By yeah, the they way. were my division winner too. Okay. Before yep. so before they the lost. Okay. Before they lost Locke. Um, I like Houston a lot. Given the order of events that things happened, Houston just gained more ground with all the trades they made. Um, but it would have been a very intriguing conversation if they had done that before Andrew Luck retired. I'll say that. Yeah. 
No, here's a couple things. You got to talk about the Colts, though. And we thought this is this is kind of an interesting conversation. How lucky have the Colts been? Because you you lose Peyton Manning, get edge luck. Well, guess what? Jacoby Brissett's going to start. He's a he's he's a low level starter. The rest of the roster is loaded. You think of T.Y. Hilton. You think of Devin Funches, who comes over. You think of Eric Ebron. Paris Campbell's a young guy they like out of Ohio State. Loaded backfield with Marlon Mack. I'm Himes. The pretty good offensive line with Quentin Nelson at guard. Mm-hmm. Defensively, you've got Justin Houston comes in. You've got Darius Leonard. They're unreal second-year linebacker. There's a really good roster here. They could honestly be the first overall pick this year. They don't even need to be. They can yeah. be top three, and you get a shot at a guy like Tua or Justin Herbert. Sure. I, I, I know it sounds strange, but this could be another year where the Colts get lucky, they lose out, and they, they end up taking a guy in the first round who's a superstar. Whether it's this year or next year with Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I think this team is in a great spot to lose Andrew Luck. That sounds weird, but I think they're that good. They can afford to lose Andrew Luck and... Still in a few games, but maybe have a shot at a top pick potentially. Okay, and, and part of me thinks they almost should do it. Why not? Why not go after a guy like Tua or Herbert if you like them? So it's not a situation like when the the Colts stunk to get Andrew Luck, where it the, really the, showed yeah. a lot of the the holes, holes that right. they didn't have that they had with Peyton Manning. Yeah, well, those holes aren't there. But again, I, I think to me the big concern you have is the rest of this division has. Some talent. They're in a pretty loaded AFC. It's not like yeah. this is the NFL. I mean, right. That's my that's my issue with them. Yeah. If if Jacoby Brissett's decent. if he's serviceable, right? I think they'll have a decent passing offense. Marlon Mack concerns me on the ground, especially because they don't really have a ton behind him. I like Himes. To you be like honest Himes with you, a lot? I do. I I think they've got a couple guys there. I don't think they're elite. Yeah, but I think they've got a decent enough. But still, you're facing the you're but, good also, Houston Texans defense right, twice, and again last a year a good Jaguars defense. Right, again last year you, you those guys have holes because Andrew Luck's throwing the ball. Exactly, that's what 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 is going to be is that yeah. Gonna so be right? that's the problem is that if you have to run run it through, you have to have Marlon Mack open things up, and then you bring in Hines on third down. They're either keen in on Hines because. They have to, and you force Brissett right. to do something, and he throws a fucking interception, or you go out of a shotgun and do a delayed handoff or something, something weird. I just don't know if they have the, I don't know if they have the the play calling to build around that, you know, yeah. stra- to build a strategy around that. Right, right, and that, that's that's going to be a tough one. I think they're going to have to, they're def- yeah. definitely going to have to work there. It's going to be hard. I, they're they're over under seven for me. I go under. I like under. I like five or six. Yeah, I um, agree. Maybe with a tiebreaker over the Titans. I think five's a pretty good number for him. Okay. Um, in my opinion. As good as the roster is, I just I don't know enough about Brissett. I, 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 I don't either. Four and 11 last time he started. The weapons are better now than they were two years ago when he was the cold starter. So we're going to – we'll see there. Um, yeah, it's going to be a tough one, I think. Yeah, I got the Jags too. I do too. Yeah. Um, Jags are a tough team to get a read on. Could you have any less weapons offensively? Like, their defense has to be better. But, and and I kind of feel bad for Nick Foles. He's handing off to a quarterback, a, a running back that pretty much doesn't catch, and who's been very injury prone. Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles. Um, I'm not Blake Bortles. I was the former quarterback. Leonard Fournette. Excuse me. Who who I wasn't even big coming out of. I think he's injury prone. I don't think he catches the ball well enough to be in the NFL. Um, 
And who's he throwing the ball to? D.D. Westbrook looks okay. Yeah, what is D. D. he going to be? Uh, Chark is down there. They might get Marquise Lee back, but those guys don't scare you. They don't scare you like the guys that, that Nick Foles was throwing the ball to. No. The offensive line isn't, isn't like the same offensive line that Nick Foles had protected him in Philadelphia. And their tight ends, which was something Nick Foles took a lot of advantage yeah. of in Philly. Jeff Swaim, James O'Shaughnessy. These guys are like, wow. John, oh, I thought it was John Oliver. I was going to make a nice last week tonight <laughs> joke. It was Josh Oliver. Still, though, not the greatest guy to throw out there. Offensive line still decent, but yeah, their defense is going to be fun. We can talk right. about them for Well, their months. defense is, is going to There's just no way their defense doesn't bounce back. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, this defense is just so good everywhere. Yes. And, and Tevin Smith is going to take a year off of football. I think that helps. That, or helps. not that he's taking a year off, but I think they're... That they had a bad year last year. Right. More timing on my board. No, no, you're right. I got you. I got you. So, um, I I love this defense. I They're so loaded to me. And they add a guy, um, oh, the Kentucky guy. Hang on. Hang on. Um, who am I thinking of here? Who am I thinking of? Oh, Josh Allen, the Kentucky pass rusher. Yep. To go along with Clays Campbell. Um, you got Jalen Ramsey, who's looking to make the big money deal. A.J. Boye's out there. They've got Ronnie Harrison at safety. They still have Miles Jack, who they just extended. Mm-hmm. I mean, this defense, top to bottom, is as good as it gets in football. And they have depth, which you mentioned with Josh Allen. Right. I think it helps a ton. You see what it's done. You see what it did for the Eagles. You see what the Patriots have been able to do with depth. You see what the Rams have been able to do with depth. I just think it helps them out yeah. a lot. Uh, and Yannick, I'm going to get it right. Yannick Ngakwa? in. Yannick in your your guess is better than mine. Yannick Ngakwa. Yannick Ngakwe, excuse me, is back from his holdout. The name is difficult, and is stopping him as a as a you know as an offensive lineman is difficult. He he's good. I mean this this, te- this defense has so much going on in in front of it. Yeah. Uh, on it in general, like this defense is going to try to lead this team. It's mm-hmm. going to be tough, I think, for a lot of reasons. Um, but I think it's a better year for the Jags. They look up knowing they need some offensive weapons in the future. Yeah, big. Big question. They have an over-under. I'm trying to pull it up now. I have it at 8. Yeah, I have it at 8 as well. Uh, still going to go under. I like them like 7 and 9. Okay. I, I actually like 8 and 8. Yeah. I think they win a couple games. I'm actually inclined and thinking of 7 and 9. I didn't do it, but I thought about it yeah, for a little I, bit. I, I, I no, like sorry. No, I'm sorry. I thought, I, I thought about 9 and 7. Excuse oh. me. I misspoke. I just think they're going to win a couple games with that defense. I do think Nick Foles has enough to win a game or two. Oh, he certainly does. But again, I I, I do agree they they've got a lot of question marks, and I just they're just not going to score enough points against some teams. That's my concern. I mean, they yeah. just they, they don't have the offensive firepower, but defensively they're going to take a huge step forward. Yeah. Which leads us to our number one team in the division. Somewhat of a disrespected and under underappreciated team last five years. That's the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. They've got the quarterback in the division now. You're three it's, of them, right? Deshaun Watson looked great. He was healthy. They've got the best receiver in football. They've got some really good weapons wide receiver-wise. Joe Webb was on their roster. Yeah, yeah. He's like a weird third quarterback yeah. slash do-everything-else do guy for yeah, them. That's yeah, that's crazy. They addressed their biggest need with the trade, trade for Laramie Tunsil, which will hurt them long-term. We're losing two first-round picks, not like the scarf on. But, yeah. Um, so they strengthened the offensive line. They, they actually had Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson with the Lamar Miller injury. I, I like both of those. I, I do think too. both of those are nice. I, I like them. Yeah, and then you have... Uh, Jesus, I'm blanking out. You, you have a nice rounding out of a stable. You have Tawan Jones. Mm-hmm. 
I think can add a nice little cre- increase to it. Uh, I know that's a little bit of a stretch, but you we talked about with the Patriots a little bit. Having a fourth guy that you can mix in there might have a big game here or there, depending on what happens with, with any of these guys. Cause right. We've seen Hyde miss games. Duke Johnson's missed a lot of games with Cleveland. Duke Johnson's missed a lot of games with Sean McCoy. We don't right. know what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what he brings to the table. If they mix him in early while everybody's still healthy, maybe get, make him, maybe make him the feature back of a, you know, they're up 10 points, throw him in. I think that's probably going to be one of the one of the offensive storylines that, that gets thrown out. Obviously, they add a lot of guys to help out with Kent, with just blew it. They added Kenny Stills to help out DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, uh, Kiki Cotier, um, and I think that'll I think that'll be an interesting storyline too. I think their high flying offense, what Deshaun Watson's shown he can do mm-hmm. in the last couple of years, I think that'll be an interesting storyline. Their offense certainly is, but their offense has gotten a lot of stories, and their defense is still. Right there. And, you know, you trade Javion Clowney, but... Still J.J. Watt. You still have J.J. Watt. Still Whitney Merciless. Mm-hmm. Um, they are... Still have a good secondary. Yep. They've got a good defense. Yep. They've got some... So, uh, McKinney's one of the linebackers there. I mean, this is a... Yes. The defense is definitely still there. J.J. Watt, if he's healthy, is the best... Is up there with Aaron Donald. Yes. Like, people forget him. He's as good as Khalil. He is actually a combination of Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack, I think, a lot. So that's important. Um... So I, I yeah I like this team a lot. I, I will say their over under is eight and a half, which I think is low. Yeah, I think it is too. I I'm gonna look at their schedule and, and try to see why they get set that. I'm a ten. And I like six a ten month season from them. Yeah, I, I like ten and six. I think I can see them winning eleven. I, but I think there's gonna be a couple guys who get dinged up here or there. I think their defense is gonna have some issues once in a while. Um, the, the division, as we talk, we talk, we've talked the division down, but they're gonna play each other, and that's gonna be tough too. Yep. Uh, I still think they're a couple pieces away, both sides of the ball. I like them going five and one though in their division. I can see that. I think they might yeah. lose to the Jags. I think they lose but, at the Jags. They, but the division, in, play, they, they, they play each other pretty good in the division. Though. Yeah, I, I like them losing to the Jags in London. Okay, that makes sense. And that's the only game they lose in the division. They oh, play the Jags week two I can at see home. Four and two. I could see them tripping up against the Titans or the Colts somewhere. They Just, play the Titans twice down the stretch. So that's a fair point. Yeah. They could lose. To, they should certainly lose to the Titans in Week 17, which because they, they have a bye anybody, or something. Right, they they've already everybody. locked in. Right, right, um, right. I could see that. Yep. It helps out. They play Denver, who we'll talk about in a second. Um, they play New England to kick off December, which we talked about. But it's Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Tennessee is how they close out the season. Ooh, that could be three wins, though. Too. Yeah, which could be three wins, depending especially, on what they're playing for. Especially yeah. if they're playing for something, right? Um, yeah, it'll be. I like them at, at ten, maybe even eleven, because they they okay. play. Their inter intra conference opponent is the AFC West, who we're about to talk about. Yeah. So they granted they have to go to LA to play the Chargers, and they have to go to Kansas City, both probably losses, but hosting Oakland, hosting Denver, certainly bodes well for you there. Yeah, and no, I agree. I agree with that. It's yeah. a good segue right into the right into the AFC West. Who do you have at the bottom of this barrel? <sighs> probably go Denver. Okay. Now, hmm, maybe Oakland. Uh, I'll st- let's just start talking about Denver. Okay. I I have Oakland as the bottom. Yeah, Oakland. Oakland's. A, well, we, well, we, what, and, Oakland's and, and, an interesting interesting pick. But Denver, I I don't think John Elway got it right. Yeah, he. 
Denver, they've made all these weird plays throughout the last couple years. Really, since trading Osweiler to to Houston, right? Which made sense, by the way. Yeah, you didn't hate that. Um, the problem is they're wasting what might be the best pass rushing duo and still a really, really good defense there. Yep. With Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, um, I think Wolf's still out there. You've got Chris Harris, who's one of the best corners in football, one of the most versatile corners in football, and they're wasting this really good Broncos defense with just a blah. I mean, offense. Yeah, their offense, they're, what might, they're putting out for offense is bad. Uh, you, 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 you might like their running backs best with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. I think both are pretty good. But they drafted a tight end in Noah Fant, who usually rookie tight ends struggle. Emmanuel Sanders was the guy that you loved, but he's coming off the... I know he's looked good in the preseason, but you got to see... Court, I don't like their offensive line that much. No, either. not at all. Yeah. I mean, I mean, their their first-round tackle uh, bowls from a couple years ago might not even start. I mean, yep. it's that bad. They signed Juwan James. No, it was it Juwan James? They signed somebody. Juwan yeah, James, it's Juwan James. Oh, who just yeah. was awful with the dog. I mean, yep. to a huge deal. And you got Joe Flacco, who's not mobile at all. Drew Locke is now on the IR and didn't even look good. Their second-round pick out of Missouri. Mm-hmm. This team is heading for another quarterback soon in a draft. I- I'm out on this team a lot. Um, I just think there's there's less a little less dysfunction in this team than there's the Raiders. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I don't think either of them are close to the to the Chiefs and the Chargers. No, I'll say no. that. I think I think their pass rush might win them a game by accident somewhere. Yeah. Like I really do. Um, yeah, I think this is a this is. They're going to fall backward into wins. Is probably the the cliche way to put what the the Denver team is. Yes. Which is why it's part of why I put them below below Oakland is that Oakland is volatility, but their volatility ceiling is so much higher than anything Denver could try to get to. Right. That if Oakland figures it out and they have a better offensive line, which I think helps, they have a quarterback who's three years ago before separating his shoulder was an MVP candidate. They have one of the most versatile, and granted has had one of the weirdest off-seasons one of the most versatile wide receivers out there in Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. So that's why. I, so just because of that, I have Denver below. I know I mentioned that. It's all right. That yeah, with, I get that. With Cleveland being volatile in the AFC North, but I think just the the I don't know. It's not war, but the the difference of volatility ceiling is yeah. just so much different. It's so much higher than the, than what you could have with Denver there okay. for, for picking one yeah. versus the other. Well, Denver's over under is seven. That's what I have it at. Uh, I like the under. I like it way under. Yeah. I like four. Uh, like, I see what the four's... odds are on that, because that's probably really shitty. I think four is pretty um, legitimate. Yeah, Broncos. Where are they on my sports book? Give me something here. Start talking about the Raiders while I... Fo- oh, here we go. Yeah, over under set. Yeah, you... Actually, you bet the under, you you get plus 100 for that. Okay. The public likes the over, which I don't wow. agree with, public. Okay. Uh, maybe put a little bit of money on that. But let's talk about the Raiders. Well... You brought up a couple good points. They had a fascinating offseason. They had a, uh, somewhat of an interesting, intriguing draft. Took Farrell a little earlier than I would have, the defensive end. My first concern is this might be the worst defense in football. I'm going to be mm-hmm. honest with you. I, I don't like a lot. You know, they got some, yes, they got Farrell. They got Abrams, the hard-hitting safety out of Mississippi State, who you like. Other than that... I think they're going to get run over. I, that's going to be the problem. Running and, backs are going to have a field day against oh, this team. Oh, yes. This, yes, this, this team has so much to do defensively. And then offensively, 
uh, it's a shame that Derek Carr has fallen so fast because yep. you're right, he wasn't MVP candidate until he got hurt a couple years ago. But probably got shot guys. Outside of <laughs> Antonio <laughs> Brown, yes, Josh Jacobs is is a good looking rookie running back. He was a first rounder. We expect him to do big things, but I don't know if I like a lot of the other things they've got offensively. Um, and when you've got a quarterback, a quarterback who appears to need some more assistance than say an Aaron Rodgers yep. or a Tom Brady who would who could throw to me and you and get touchdown passes. And how long is Antonio Brown going to stay locked in? Yeah, I hate to say it. This guy's not the same guy when he came in the league. He thinks he's the biggest thing that's happened since sliced bread. I can't. I cannot stand him right now. Oh yeah. And this is a guy that I loved early on for the Steelers with that smile, and he was always happy. I want him back. Yep. But I don't know if it's going to happen here with this situation. I also don't know if John Gruden even wants to be successful this year. He's had a ten-year deal. If, if Derek Carr's not his guy, let the place burn and go get somebody good. Yeah. Um. That's kind of where I stand. I could, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. I think it's Derek Carr saw a lot of him on hard knocks. It was fun yep. to see. I don't think he's the guy for the future. I think that injury really fucked him up because the year before his MVP season, he was a Pro Bowler, had a really solid season, and he's never really found it. Right, right. Granted, you haven't had a ton of guys around you. You draft Hunter Renfro. I don't, he, I don't hate that one. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad pick by any means, right. but. You have a decent receiver core. I could see them trading away someone off your offensive line to a team that needs some help, especially if there's an injury early. Try to get some picks out of people. I could see them slowly but surely accumulating picks before the, the mid-October trade deadline. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, they're tight ends. I'm not huge on. Again, if, if Antonio Brown figures that out, he's that guy that, that we all fell in love with, great. They really can can get something done, but I don't really see it. No, I think it's something that is just better than Denver. I also like them under, a, you know, their. I'm trying to find their over under. They play Monday night, so they're probably at the bottom of the list. Uh, great radio here, Jordy. But yeah, I, I don't like them to win a lot of games. Yeah. I see like six and ten. See, I'm less than that. I think it's going to go really poorly. Oh, I, they're I, under. Oh, they're over under six. Yeah, I like three or four wins. Yeah, up front. I think this team's going to burn. I just do. Over number one overall or second overall pick behind the Dolphins. They are well. Again, the Dolphins have some other teams in the division they might be able to beat. Uh, there's yeah. a chance this is the number one overall pick this year. And Tua comes walking into the town. Right as they go to head to Vegas. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing you got to think about here. Tua Vegas. I mean. You know, whoever they end up going. That's actually a really good point. So last year in Oakland, right? Fuck. I'm not, and I'm not. I mean, I just long season for the Raiders. The off season did, and I like Mike Mayock, and I like John Gruden. Yeah, I just, I also don't know. There's we're gonna talk about some other teams that might be the top overall pick. So we'll get there. Um, There's three other ones I think are pretty locked in to be a potential top pick. We haven't gotten to that side of football yet. Yep. But uh, yeah, but that that. This is this is a clear divide division. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go to the top half. Let's get positive. Did Did you go chalk? Yeah, I went chalk. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I just think I was close until a single injury occurred. Okay, dive in. Derwin James goes down for at least three fourths of the season mm-hmm. for the Chargers. He is a game changing safety, kind of like a new age defender because he basically hits like a linebacker and does everything with the safety. So so that's you know. I don't know how they replace him. They do bring Joey Bosa. You got Melvin Ingram. Thomas Davis comes over from the Carolina Panthers. Casey Hayward's over there. So they've got a lot of players defensively, but he yeah. is as big of a loss as a, from, of a non-quarterback position 
that I think I can remember in what most people thought this was going to be a huge season for them. Yeah. And Melvin Gordon hurts. Yeah. I think their, their defensive injuries are a lot more painful than the the offensive stuff. Because I think their their offensive line has been has been solid for them. They were last year, and I think they continue to do that. So I think that helps. Yeah, but Russell Okung has got some issue, issues with a pulmonary embolism. Like, what the heck? Eesh. So he might miss time. Might okay. be It might be considerable. They're not sure yet. They're working on it. No. So there's your left tackle going down. I just, oof. I, this team, to me, got screwed last year because of how good the Chiefs ended up being out of nowhere because I love this team. I mean, offensively, you think about Hunter Henry. We were just talking about Hunter Henry a minute ago. We really like him coming off the ACL tear. Um, he kind of came back late last year anyway. And then you've got Keenan Allen. You've got Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. People, uh, uh, Travis Benjamin's still there. Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson are going to be fine out. replacing yeah. Gordon. They're not Gordon, but they're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, but I think the I like injuries them. have taken a small toll on this team. Yeah, I don't know if I see them as tying the, the Chiefs in their record, but I like them winning a good amount of games, yeah. and I like them putting up putting up a wild card type of season. They probably get wild card one, and the Steelers get wild card two. I know we're jumping the gun. I like playoffs, that, though. But, no, I like that a lot. Uh, I, like that a I lot. know that's pretty chalky. Yeah, over under 10 for them. I like them at 9 and 7. Okay. I do like them at 10 and 6, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, okay. I even could see them squeezing to eleven and five. I yeah, think Philip Rivers that. is that good of a quarterback. Yeah, Philip Rivers is going to win you right. win you a lot of ball games, and I think it's another year where he really where he continues to have this renaissance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I really like the receiver core. I think that helps. They're gonna, a they're ton. Gonna, they're just, it's got to put up a lot of points. They're just going to score. I yeah, mean, especially even without Gordon, they're just going to score. Yeah, and you get. I mean, obviously, it kind of sucks that one of their games against the Chiefs is in Week Seventeen. I would love to see that as the Week 16 game. The game decides the division, and then yeah. they both take Week 17 off to rest up for the playoffs. I mean, I could see both of them having locked in their various spots. The division's all wrapped up and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's any sort of... Even if there is the division on the line, I mean... I mean week 17 is just the dumbest week of sports. <laughs> uh, even dumber than, than preseason Week 4. Um, they put, Oh, the Chargers put the Steelers. That's a intriguing matchup in the middle of October. But yeah, they play, the, I mean, they play the entire the entire NFC South. We mentioned that before. So they play Colts, Detroit, it's probably 2-0. They host Houston, it's probably a win. Yeah, Because it's a be. home game. Right. He's in Houston, it's more intriguing. Miami, Denver, they could be 5-0 and and all of a sudden it's this intriguing... Yeah, but they got a pretty crappy home field right now with the yeah. soccer stadium. That's but, a good point. Um, yeah. No, I, I get you Why does the NFL there. give these... So they have bi- week, their bye week is 12. Sorry for jumping on you. It's dumb that the NFL gives bye weeks in the middle of November. Stupid. Um, I know that they're going to Mexico City, and I think that's why they're actually playing that game against the Chiefs down there, but it's stupid. Yeah. That pretty much sums up that we know who our top team is going to yeah. be. I think this is the team that's going to compete with the Patriots for their for the, for the number one overall seed. Yeah, I I know it's a, also a chalky pick to say that everybody has everybody the offense is going to have yeah. you know, the water finding its level. You can't really fight the numbers on it. I know you lose running backs, but you add running backs, right? So you have this. You added a huge running back a couple days ago with McCoy. Yeah. I mean, yep. that's a huge signing. Um. I'm saying McCoy on the Texans. What the fuck was that? Yeah, I'll let, I'll let you go on that one. Yeah. I I you said it so quick. I don't know really now, now, now everyone's yeah. going to notice you said it now because we brought it up. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I, we call ourselves. I up. actually, this team's grown on me. 
when the offseason started, you thought maybe Tyreek Hill wasn't even going to be on the team at all with his issues. Yeah. I am concerned about Mahomes' year two, not his talent, but now film is out. Yeah, I mean, you know, you now know to play nickel, you know to play dime. Right, a lot of quarterbacks struggled their second year. They that bounced said, back to third and fourth. That year, said, Tyreek Hill is is easily the fastest run, or wide receiver in the NFL. Oh yes, you have to you have to at least have some sort of safety in a zone on his side of the field or spying him and some sort of. Even pseudo double coverage, right. if not outright double coverage, so that opens things up for Sammy Watkins if he stays right. healthy. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey is going to maybe the best tight end in football. Yep, exactly. I know, so I, I know mean, my boy Zach wouldn't want me to say that, but he might be. Oh, oh. yeah, they got He's not coming to the tailgate now. No, he's got a great off. Great, <laughs> great. They Jul- got a, Julie's not showing up. Right, that'd be great. They got a great offensive line. We know that. Miko Harmon is their pick out of Georgia. This guy is like a little Tyree clone. He's going to be – watch out for Harmon. He looks good already. Hard man. He's going to be really good, I think, yeah, for right. them. A typical Andy Reid guy is going to kind of craft. you got Damian Williams, you got LaShawn McCoy, you got Darwin Thompson in the backfield. Those are good players too. Like They've got a good stable of running backs now they can kind of work through. And I think they did, they did upgrade their defense. Yeah, I think their defense is going to be better. I, I don't think you're going to see them let up a lot of points. Chris I Jones is really good. We know that. I think it's the I think it's the the same school of thought as the offense. The defense should have been better last year, and if they're more disciplined, they go to the Super Bowl. Right. True. I think they're better this year. True. I, I mean, I like they bring in Frank Clark, who's looked good. Tyron Matthews coming in. Yeah, Ty, Ty, I mean, Tyron Matthews think, one of the better safeties in the league. Yeah, I think their defense is. I think their defense is worse than the Chargers. Yeah, I, no, I agree Thurman with you James. on that. I agree but it's, it's going to be a little better. I, I, they don't have anybody at corner. Yeah. That's a concern. They, they got nothing at corner. Yeah. That, that's something they got to work through. Um, but they're just going to score a lot of points. Yeah, I, I totally yeah. agree. Do you that. like the over-under is 10-something, I think? Um, I like them to push 10. Okay. I can see them maybe winning 11 games. Okay. I I think this... I mean, last year with the AFC was so spread out. Right. And I know there's teams that are actively losing in that... Great, and both of them are in the Patriots and the Chiefs division. Yep, I like to push them at ten. Uh, I have it at ten and a half, uh, so that actually would make me money if they only won ten games. They could probably win eleven. Right, uh, probably what does the difference mm-hmm. makes that week seventeen game useless. I think you got to get to twelve if you want to be the number one overall seed. I think you've got. to Yeah, and they probably. I mean, that's a really good point. I don't think they do. Yeah, because you're. I think they're about eleven and five, one game behind the Pats for the number yeah. one overall seed. That's kind of where I see it. Yeah, because it's you're absolutely right in, t- in the fact that getting a number one overall seed, you're probably a twelve or thirteen win team. I think the Texans may be able to do it if we're just now spitballing here. Uh, I actually like them to get a bye. I like the Patriots to be the three seed. I know that's. Almost blasphemous yeah, to say. say it. It's fine. I like hey, Chiefs Texans. Recently, I like Chiefs so. Texans there. Okay. I like Patriots at a three seed. Who's your fourth? Uh, Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, would be the two four. Browns or Chargers? Um, I would say Chargers the five. Browns. Do you, do you have the? Browns oh, no, I have the, I have the Browns. I have the Browns winning the division. So it's Ste- the Steelers. Oh no, I didn't. I had the Steelers. Yeah, so the Browns would be the six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like Pats, Chiefs, Texans, Steelers. And then I like the Chargers, and, and I guess I'm going to have the Browns in the playoffs. It's kind yeah. of not exactly what I was want, wanting. Um, the, but with the Chargers, 
uh, and the Ravens just missing out to me. Mm-hmm. The only other dark horse, we talked a little bit about the Jets, but I, I don't like enough of what the Jets bring to the table this year. So, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So, what was it? Pats, Chiefs? Pats, Chiefs, uh, Texans, Steelers, Chargers, Browns. Yeah. But I'm close to switching the Browns out, to be honest. So. Yeah, the Browns is going to. I mean, again, Andrew Lux in Andrew what Lux they're playing, bringing up. Yeah. Then, then, then the Browns are out, and I've got and I've got the Colts in, but I, I can't I can't now anymore. So. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm going to go Chiefs, Texans. I'm writing this down so we can actually. Put I like it. I like it. Uh, Pats, Steelers, and then yeah, Chargers. Yeah, Browns. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. You want to do our picks quick before we go over to the NFC? Yeah. All right, guys, that's going to do it for part one of our 2019 NFL preview. Our picks for week one and the NFC preview are coming in part two. That is dropping Friday morning. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss that. Search the bullpen cart on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podcoin, wherever you get your podcast. Mash that subscribe button. Leave us a nice little review, and we will give you a shout-out. Tweet us at ThunderBLG. Find us on Instagram. Leave a comment on the blog, thunderblogsports.com. Let us know what you think of the episode. But guys, football is back. Enjoy Bears Packers, and we will see you Friday morning for part two.